Finally, I get to talk about what the near and dear tournament to my heart, and that is the Masters. Slipping on the green jacket, Bobby Jones, uh, rolling in his grave, loving the tournament. Hey, he's rolling in his grave because the amateur women played last week, but I thought it was a great thing. And finally, Augusta takes a stance that we all wanted them to. But let's get on to the big show, which is the Masters. I'm LeBron Rollins of Talking Shoot, and I'm here to preview the Masters. Let's win some money with these guys. How cool would it be for you guys to take home that $20, $1 million prize of DraftKings? We're going to talk about DraftKings. We're talking about betting. Uh, I'm going to break it down for you. Look, if you're not a Masters aficionado, you've come to the right place because I've watched about 25 in a row, and I've watched in-depth, and I'm ready to talk about it. So here we go. Uh, first of all, Rory is the betting favorite, and why not? I mean, this guy's finally mentally putting it together. However, we all know Rory's woes come on Sunday afternoon in Augusta, and that's where this tournament is won or lost. On the back nine on Sunday, when you're about to slip the green jacket on, you already have the tailor fondling your balls, and you're ready to go, but now you got to shoot that score and get your name etched on the proverbial stitching of the green jacket. He has not done it. Uh, this looks like the year for him, but how many times have we said that? How many times have we gone into a tournament and said, it's Rory's year, it's Rory's this and that? I think that it's another one of those years where it's just too much pressure on him. He's the favorite. I, I, will he do good? I see him doing good. I see him coming in. You know, I see him winning it. I see him getting the top five. But in golf, anything can happen. So we move on to number two slot, and that's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is back after winning in Atlanta. Uh, you know, top 30, FedEx Cup almost won it. Justin Rose sings a, a seven-foot par. Uh, if he missed that, Tiger would have won it all. Uh, it, it shows Tiger's back, but of late, Tiger hasn't putted well. And we all know at Augusta, you have to putt well. But I do kind of see this week, I think he's one of the six, seven guys that could win this tournament. And uh, Andy North uh, usually has a formula that he creates. And uh, I, I think Tiger Woods is one of the guys that could win this tournament. But we have to see the flat stick get hot. And where we see it get hot is because he's had a few bad weeks. And you go, how does that make any sense? Well, I just think Tiger's war knows. He knows his flaw. He knows that it's it's putting. And uh, he was the last one off the range the last couple days. I really expect Tiger, who always does pretty good at Augusta, to really peak in this Masters. But we've said that before. Um, you know, going down the line, one guy I really think is going to come back this week is J Jordan Spieth. Uh, you know, I, you guys out there know me. I'm not a huge Jordan Spieth guy, okay? This isn't coming from some fandom, and that's what you should like about it. Is it's not coming from some fanboy that wears the Under Armour, and, you know, I, I don't like Jordan at all. I think he's a weak player as far as uh, stature, as far as hitting the ball. I'm a power guy myself. Uh, got a zero handicap. That's why you should listen. This guy hasn't been putting well in two years, but he did show some recent form at the Dell, and he did play okay at the Texas Open. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that when he gets to Augusta, you've seen the track record. Oh, one, two, two, one, you know. I mean, this guy, he could have won it easily the year he sunk two in the pond. He still came back, showed the guts. Uh, I'm going to actually be rooting for Jordan this week. I think that this is a huge for his brand uh, as a golfer going forward. If he gets on back on track... You know, he's one of those guys where he wins this tournament and you don't know what his season could hold. He could win two, three majors. He could, you know, but obviously 
coming from this point right now where he hasn't done anything in two years, I really think that Masters is going to actually suit him a little better. It's this adrenaline. You'll hear me talk about it today. The adrenaline of the Masters. We all watch it and get excited. What do you think these guys are going through? This is life-changing. This is history made a simple... uh, few shots you know uh it's 72 holes and it's just uh it's a really great chance to add your name in history but let's keep going here so you already know tiger jordan rory those are three of the seven guys i really can see winning it i'm gonna lump some players into groups because obviously if i go one by one we'd be here for hours let's lump them into groups and let's go with the lefties right now the lefty group because some of these guys are the same and I'll, i'll show you what i mean here Bubba Watson and Phil Mickelson, two guys who have won the tournament multiple times, but really are coming in with kind of lackluster form. Uh, Phil hasn't done anything in several months. Uh, Bubba's here or there, you know. He had a good year last year, but hasn't really done anything of note this year. Uh, I do think that one of them, if not both, will make the cut. Um, I, I, you know, they're both streaky players. They, the Masters is a tournament where a guy can come out of nowhere, and we've seen it. Who's that guy? You know, we just we we don't know. There's some guys that we're we're not even used to that are gonna pop up on the stage here on day one and shoot a five under, but you know the next day shoot like a plus three. You know, it it happens every year. Let me take a hit of the smoke here, and let's keep going. Uh, one guy, a uh, couple guys I'm looking forward to. These are like the same type of guy I'm talking about here. Well, I'm going to lump them in twos, basically. Uh, you know, Paul Casey and Justin Rose. Uh, these two guys have had really good showings at the Masters. Uh, Casey has really uh, played well of late. He strangled a couple tournaments wire to wire. Um, I think that he has the game. Uh, he's always wanted to win here. I would not be surprised if he won. Justin Rose, the same thing. Won earlier on in the season. Hasn't putted well of late, which is is something to look out for. But uh, he really loves this course, and he loves the mystique and the history. And he's one of the best players in the world, so I can honestly see him winning. Um, and another guy in that same ilk, we talked about twos. Well, we might as well extend it to three. And that's Francesca Molinari. Um, Molinari is a guy that... You know, he's done the same thing as Casey. He strangled a couple tournaments, won the players at the last second. He's uh, played well at a couple other places. Hasn't really fared well at Augusta like he'd want to, but, man, he's got the game. He's been putting well. It's going to be very interesting to see a Francesca. I think he might have his best Masters. What's that mean? Uh, you know, a top 20. So, you know, I, I, he might win it, but, I mean, anybody can win it in the field almost. You know, there's about 30, 40 guys that can't win it, but there's a few guys. This is what makes golf so exciting nowadays is there's a lot of guys that can win it. So let's lump the top guys up for a second because I'm going to show you what I'm talking about here, and that's Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Kepka, and Day. All those guys, uh, Ricky especially. Ricky's one of them guys. Got a second last year. Um, uh, I just think that you know Kepka and Day have so much talent, and and how they haven't fared well at the Masters. But I just you know, would you be surprised if they won it one year? I know I wouldn't. And I, I just think that they got so much talent. One of these years, they're going to break through. Is it this year? I don't know. You know, I, Jason Day is a real huge enigma for me. I love the guy. He's one of my favorite players. He just, he, he just, he, a couple years ago, he was just on fire. And 
I just don't know if he puts that type of uh, time into his game, it looks like. It looks like he hasn't really polished his game. He's got so much raw talent. And, uh, you know, a guy like Dustin Johnson is the same way. Um, he strangles tournaments. Uh, he's never really done very, like, you know, he's never won the Masters. So, you know, is it his time? You know, the year he slipped down the steps, uh, I everyone knew he was probably going to win it that year. I mean, he was just on fire going into the tournament, uh, playing just way better than everyone else. Ends up slipping on his tush, you know, can't even play. What an embarrassment for him and his camp. Uh, you know, but he might have a good showing. He's definitely one of the seven guys that can win it um, that I really am high on. Um, he's just a guy that you can never really count out. It's never you go into a golf tournament saying, well, Dustin Johnson stinks. I mean, He's 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 a guy that can win it easily, and one of these guys with all this tra- uh, tremendous talent that you're just wondering about um, is Justin Thomas. I mean, this kid when he goes into a tournament, uh, he's just pretty much the favorite almost. Like he's one of the best players in the world. It's all about mental game, and at Augusta, it's going to test you mentally. Um, but he can get hot and shoot low, and that's what you're going to look for on Sunday. If a guy like Charles Schwartzel, Trevor Immelman, uh, Zach Johnson, if they can win the tournament, uh, there's no reason why the guys I just mentioned plus Justin Thomas can't win this tournament. I I really do see Justin Thomas coming home with it um, one day. Um, you know, and let's talk about uh, some former champs here. Uh, a lot of people were going to talk about DraftKings too. Let's just start it off with the DraftKings real quick. Two guys I want to look at is Mark Leishman and uh, Matt Kuchar. Both guys are kind of priced right for uh, the bang of the buck. What I mean by that is if you put Dustin Johnson, how many times have you put Dustin Johnson on the lineup and he costs like 11 7 and you're, you, get, you got like you know, uh, Ted Potter Jr. on the uh, with him, you know, trying to win some money. So you got to pick a low guy, and it, it Dustin Johnson shoots like a two under. Why a guy like Emmanuel Grillo shoots like a fourteen under? It, so what happens is with Kucher and Leishman, you're not paying that much. So I really think that you can uh, put some other stars on there, some better players that you know are going to have a good, uh, good time, good chance making the cut uh, with those two guys. Uh, another guy you might want to lump in there, Ian Poulter. I mean, you guys know I love Ian Poulter. The thing is, Augusta's about putting and clutch, and I just think that he does have that. Um, a couple years ago, he kind of pooped himself out winning the tournament before the Masters, trying to get in, and he got in, but he, was just, he, he didn't have anything left. He was just dead. And I, I think this year... He's got it all going for him mentally and everything. Now, now we got to wonder if the uh, you know the length gets to him. He's not exactly the longest player. Augusta is more of a length course that you know guys with length uh, do well. Um, you know, let's talk about the young guns real quick, and we'll get back into the DraftKings too. And that's Bryson DeChambeau and John Rahm. John Rahm missed the cut his first time. Had a nice little finish last year. Um, DeChambeau, he's done okay here. He hasn't really, you know, uh, killed it, we'll say. But I, I do say that, um, obviously, in the years to come, those two are the ones to watch. Um, I do think that they'll do okay this tournament. I really do see both of them uh, making the cut comfortably. But here's the thing about DeChambeau is, man, he was on fire, 
And now you're not really hearing much of him. And the scary part with Rom is we all watched as the players as he made stupid decisions down the stretch. This is a tournament where you can't make those mistakes, and but you do have to go for it. So it's going to be a catch-22 with John Rom. Is he going to go for it, which you have to do at this tournament? Everyone knows that. But going for it every time and actually you know, having a game plan and, and sticking to it, I, I just think John Rahm's not smart enough to win this tournament just yet. Does that mean he's going to be out of the mix? No, I, I do see him maybe. Uh, you know, it depends on which Jekyll and Hyde we get. The good John Rahm, the bad John Rahm, we don't know. You know, and that's what golf is scary when you're picking, making picks and everything. Um, and uh, people are going to be like, well, stick to something and let's get it. Well, I'm going to tell you my seven guys who I think have the most chance at the very end. But let's keep on rolling as we're talking about guys. And here's, you know, we're talking about, you guys talk about the meat and potatoes. Give me something from the bottom. Well, here we go. Hedatong Lee. Lee is the guy, okay? Let me tell you something. If he doesn't do well in this tournament, I guarantee you he comes back with a top 10 at the Open. This kid has a lot of game. And I just think one day... He's going to be, uh, you know, a winner of a big tournament, and it, it should be coming soon. So if you're looking for a guy that you want to put some money on the betting odds and you want to do some things, look for Hatatong Lee, man. I really think that he has the game. He can go low. Um, if he just stays in it till the very last day, he can post that low number, and I really think he'll have a chance. Um, there's some guys like Kevin Kistner. I just don't think he has the game for Augusta. I really don't. I just, you know, there's guys I just don't believe in, um, that are going to be playing in this. And, uh, you know, like Charles Howell, let's just say, I don't think he has the game. He's a decent player. And will he make the cut? Probably. Maybe. He just doesn't have the length and there's just, there's no, no it factor. But as we lump the guys in twos again, let's go back to two former winners, that I really don't see, I'll see, I'll just say one of them I do have higher up than the other. I think Sergio Garcia and Patrick Reed. I do think Sergio Garcia will actually bounce back after the 12 he had with a couple dunks in the water, looking like Tim Cunt, Cup and uh, Kevin Costner's chubby ass with uh, Cheech Marine on the bag. I, I really think that uh, he'll bounce back this year. And I, I, but for Patrick Reed, I just think that it's too much this year. Uh, you know, he has to plan for the dinner. It's all new to him. Uh, he hasn't been playing well. Uh, you know, if you you barely scratch your ass to make a couple of these local cuts, I don't know if you're gonna, you know, blitz the Masters. He just hasn't shown great form going into it. Will he get that special burst of adrenaline we've been talking about? I don't know. But I just Patrick Reed. I, I, I if you're making some lineups, I kind of. I'd leave him off a few. I, I might put him on one or two, but I wouldn't go crazy like he's my main guy. Um, I just don't have any faith in him. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of guys, you know, as you look and you start talking about the Euro scene. And what's weird about the Euro scene is you got guys like Martin Keimer, Ross Fisher, Pepperall, Grace. Um, out of all those guys, I really do see Grace coming alive. Uh, he's done well at a couple uh, big tournaments. Uh, and once again, he's the type of guy where he uh, messes up a couple times late. And you can't do that at the Masters. You have to come alive. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, down the stretch with him. But I do think Brandon Grace is the guy out of all those Euros I just named. Um, 
I really think that he's the guy that stands out for me. Now let's get to the old guys. You know, people start talking about Fred Couples a lot. And it, it kind of kills me because, yes, Fred's done a, a couple decent uh, masters. Obviously, he's, you know, I think he made the cut either last year or the year before. Um, he contended one year, I mean, late in his career. But here's the guy I'm focusing on, and that's uh, Bernard Longer. Um, this guy just continues to torch the senior tour. And I really think that out of all the older guys, he was in the mix a couple years ago at both the Open and he made the cut in the Masters. And they were kind of showing him. And he was only a couple shots back. He made a falter into the water. Um, but I do think he's the guy that, you know, I heard uh, Fred Couples actually talking about him today. And, he, you know, no one can believe this guy. He's just a freak at his age doing what he's doing, dominating the senior tour. Uh, I just think that... He's got what it takes still at this old age to come alive. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be one or two older guys that you just can't believe that they're making a run. They're going to make a run. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool to watch. This is the Masters we're talking about. Brought to you by Talking Shoot Live Sundays, 11 a.m. on CRBRadio.com. Here, live on the, here on the Anchor app, iTunes, uh, usually with my boy, Sash. Today I'm rocking a little solo Masters preview. Uh, here it goes. My seven guys to win this thing. I mean, don't don't laugh. I mean, you know, I mean, like, don't don't be like, oh, those are the top. Well, some of them are. I mean, I'm not going to be. But here it goes. Number one, Tiger Woods. And, you know, you're like, like we talked about pure fandom earlier. I'm not going to make any fandom. Well, guess what? This one is just... I got a gut feeling about this, man. I really do. I got a gut feeling about Tiger Woods. But how many times have we all had that? <laughs> but I do think that some, for some reason, I think he's going to figure the putting out. And obviously, a few tournaments in a row, if he were to figure the putting out, he probably would have a one, at least a one win by now So uh, this season. So I'm interested to see. He looks like he's focusing on his game. So he's number one. Let's get to number two. Obviously... Rory McIlroy just playing so strong I think he wants to put this feather in his cap call it macaroni call it the grand slam not a lot of guys have that in their cap Phil still needs the U.S. Open uh Rory needs the Masters and he's gonna get it one day and why not this year when he's just mentally ready to accept the position um number three we got Jordan Spieth Speed just dominates the Masters. We've talked about it in length, about he hasn't played well. I really think he needs this tournament. Um, I, I do see him coming alive. And uh, you guys are going to be like, wow. I mean, is it really a far stretch for some? Yeah. Some guys just think he's done. I'm telling you right now, I, I got a little faith in him. I think he's coming back. I'm not a big fan of his, but I really do think. Number four, this might surprise people. I'm going to go Mark Leishman. I just think that Mark Leishman's been there before. He's done it. He, it's, he, he's kind of par for the course. If you watch him and Sergio throughout the years, um, it's always been Sergio, but recently over the past five, six, seven years, uh, you know, Mark Leishman will shoot 10 under. The winner might have 14, 15 under, but Mark Leishman sets the bar every week. And I do think that, this tournament means a lot to him, and he's been in the mix. He's been in the finals. He's been ahead top ten, top fives. I really think Mark Leishman 
with the experience going into this year. It's a guy that not everyone's talking about. I really think that he could do it. You know, and number five, oh man, you know, I'm not high on Justin Rose. I'm not high on Dustin Johnson. Um, hold on. You know, number five, I'm going to have to, I'm just going to have to go uh, Ricky Fowler, man. I, I just think that he's played really well this year. Uh, you know, coming off that runner-up finish last year, I think he's in the mix this year. I really do. I think that I think he has the game, and man, he's just putts. You rarely see him uh, have a bad putting performance. I mean, you know, he'll have a round or two where it's really bad, but I think he's coming alive. And I think that this might be Ricky Fowler, who I'm not a big fan of. Like some of these guys, you know, you guys probably love. I, I can't stand him. And another guy is Matt Kuchar. I can't stand him. He's number six. I think that I don't like Matt Kuchar. I just don't like him. You know, he's a cheapskate, didn't tip his caddy, got a lot of things going on, real boring game, real. If you're a good player, you know, like I said, I got a zero handicap. You watch this guy, and you're like, what does this guy have that – beats all these players it's just he but he can hit a three wood and a five wood on a fucking nickel dude i mean this guy could just he can land it 230 240 250 on a fucking uh sewer mantle dude this guy is legitimate and uh man he's he's got that long putter and i really think that he'll come alive this week and uh you gotta have one long shot man and uh I'm telling you right now, my long shot, we've talked about it. It's Had Tong Lee at number seven. Uh, you guys can laugh all you want. If you see it come alive, you'll know where to get your golf news and advice from. Had Tong Lee, he's coming alive this year, guys. And if you want to make some money, put about a hundred bucks on him on Bovada and, and thank me later. And, uh, I just think that he's got the game to win a major and not only win a major but win it right now so we're gonna watch it and it's gonna be awesome to watch we're gonna you know we're gonna have another little preview coming up we're gonna have uh coverage round by round what my thoughts what's going on you guys want to know um but always tune in to talking shoot and i will see you this sunday at 11 a.m live on crbradio.com. Tune in. This has been the Masters Preview from LeBron Rollins. Uh, For much more, hit us up on Twitter, Talking underscore Shoot, and Instagram, and we will see you Sunday.